Right, today we'll be talking about Little Green Men. But first, if you get a chance, I like to mention every now and again uh, a podcast what I'm listening to and um, one that I'm listening to at the moment, which is quite entertaining. It's just talking about their daily lives and such, but it's uh, a podcast called The Quadcast. So if you uh, get a chance, check it out. I'll just give you the results of the poll. So the poll was uh, Bigfoot, what is he? Okay, and then the options I gave you were Relic Tominid, Dirty Stinking Ape, Alien, or Hoax. And uh, you'll be surprised to know, or maybe not, no, that Hoax not really. won with 38%. Second was uh, Relic Tominid with 35 uh, Dirty Stinking Ape, which I thought would win, but that came uh, third with 20%, and then Alien got 7%. So, so I, was, I would have maybe people so, gone yeah. for Alien, but... <sighs> And that was obviously on Twitter. And obviously, thank you to everybody that voted on Twitter. And um, well, there'll be a new vote after this episode goes up. Okay, so Little Green Men then. Obviously, you can't talk about UFO cases without coming across uh, Little Green Men in most articles or, you know, in the newspaper. They'll, they'll always chuck it up, you know, oh, this guy saw a Little Green Man and, you know, and all the rest of the shit. But what today we're talking about cases which actually did involve little yeah. green men rather than just the stereotypical little green men. So I'll cover a couple of cases first, and then we'll look at some uh, some of the sceptical argument against it, and then move into uh, a case which is not necessarily uh, alien, mm. really. But... Um, the first one I wanted to talk about was this case in um, this happened in the UK and it was in the fifties, and it starts with a bus driver or a bus conductor, I think he was, and he looks out his bedroom window one night, and he says he saw a spaceship, and he could see the men or whatever they were inside the spaceship, like looking through the window at him. So he rings the um, Ministry of Defence, well, it was the Air Force then, and he rings the Air Force and he says. Um, you know, I'm looking at this craft, is it one of yours? And they say, no, can you describe it? So he goes on to describe the shape of the craft, and it's a classic flying saucer. But he says, the strange thing about it is, is that there's little green men inside with ginger hair. So they're, so they're like, really? Is this the daytime? This is nighttime, Night, yeah. nighttime. And his house backs onto some woods, and it was just above these woods. So, right. so they said, all right, we'll send someone out to investigate, and they got the local police involved on that. Later that night... Another lady rung up um, the Air Force and she said she could see the same craft. And she could see shapes inside it, like people. And um, the person on the phone said to her, the operator said, can you uh, see what the people look like? Because she wanted to, mm. you know what I mean, back up the other guy's story. And she said, and like again, it's this is in Britain, so it's just a classic British yeah. response. But she yeah. says... Now, I can't see the people inside because I've left my spectacles in the room and I'm in the <laughs> kitchen. So, and then obviously the craft was gone and that was that. But, um, so, you know, you get these mundane reports of little green men, you know, and that's really what, um, the papers have jumped on, really, you know, this, uh, because, because it's hard enough to explain the UFO anyway. And then when people jump, like, 
go into this little green men. It's just it just makes a, it just makes the article funny, yeah. doesn't it? So yeah, yeah. that's really what they've jumped on. But there was a case which really is my one of my favourite alien cases. I remember when I was a kid, I was looking through this book and it had all like Loch Ness and Bigfoot mm. and all that. And I remember turning the page and seeing this case. It was the Hopskin Hopskinville goblins and um it fascinated me and it was uh and the picture the nice illustration of this alien was really good but they actually called them and they do actually did resemble goblins uh the creatures themselves were like um three foot tall um pointy air rolls big eyes and the people who saw them said they were silvery to green in color yeah, but they could have been yeah could have been, yeah, been wearing a suit usually the yeah, rather than skin so, uh, but the story goes, this was back in 1955, and it was uh, in Kentucky between Hopskinville and Kelly, which is why sometimes it's referred to as the Kelly Green Men. But it starts off, there's um, a house, a farmhouse, and two families were at this farmhouse. I think it was the Sutton family and the Taylor family. So you've got four adults and I think three kids, so seven people in all. And the guy that was staying there was a guy called Billy Ray, Billy Ray Taylor. And he was obviously a guest there. And he heads out to the well uh, to get some water. And he sees a bright object in the sky, which he said uh, was falling from the sky and landed in a nearby field. So he runs back to the house and tells everybody what he's seen. And this is about 8 o'clock at night. And uh, no, it's just before eight o'clock at night. Anyway, he tells everybody, and everyone takes a piss mm. out of him. Says, "Oh yeah, yeah, you know, seeing spaceships or whatever." Anyway, like I say, eight o'clock at night. Then the dogs start barking. So Billy and another guy called Lucky Sutton go out to investigate. So they're in the garden, looking where these dogs are barking and that. Then all of a sudden, they come running back in the house, uh, pick up the shotguns. And tell everybody in the house to hide and take cover, um, which is not the usual thing. Now, again, the skeptics say these guys were pissed and all the rest. Yeah, of it. Yeah. We'll come back to that later, but you know, it's just not someone that lives in the country um, seen it all. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And for them to do this, um, it's out of the ordinary for sure. Anyway, so. Then they say the house started to get um, ransacked by these creatures. And they said the creatures were on the roof. There was at the windows. Every time you looked at the window, they'd pop their head up. So what, they'd be what, at the what door. kind of size was these creatures? Do you reckon? Three foot tall. About three foot yeah. tall. So yeah. they was just popping up at the windows. Or they could hear them running across the roof and stuff like that. Anyway, eventually, enough was enough. And they uh, started shooting at these creatures through the windows. But they couldn't get a great shot. So Billy decides to go outside to get a better shot. So he opens the door, steps outside, and he said that it felt like a taloned hand grabbed him on top of the head. And obviously, he retreated back into the house and started blasting away. Uh, blasted through the wall, blasted through the door. Um, he said he, he remembers hitting a few of these things, these creatures, but he said when he hit them, they sort of stumbled backwards and they almost floated backwards a few mm. feet and then just kind of then started walking back forward again. Um, you know, and again... You know, I'll get into the skeptics in it, skeptics in a bit about what they think it is. But um, he said the the creatures were walking towards him. There was almost in a when it was on the floor, it was in a swaying motion backwards and forwards. You know, as it was walking forwards, and he said there was you could see him. There was uh, 
uh, floating up to the trees and floating to the, the, the roof. Uh, obviously, the old tree... Anyway, this went on for hours and hours and hours, and they're shooting, shooting what they could. Eventually, they got to a point where they they needed to um, to escape, you know, because yeah. it was really fearing for their lives at this point, and it didn't seem it was going to have an end. So, the two families jumped in two cars and shot to the local police station and um, told the police um, the story. And obviously, the police weren't that enthralled by the story, but they uh, said, "All right, we'll come back with you." So they drove back. And the police themselves said that they they heard strange noises when they got back to the house, and they hear they saw strange lights. Mm. Uh, so again, you know, you got these lights, and you got uh, him seeing the light at the first place, and then these police seeing this. And the, the police also said that they found no evidence of drugs or alcohol, um, and they, but they did find shell casings on the floor, which again mm. backs up their yeah. stories. They said they were shooting these things. Um. But that's really the end of the story. Now, the, the family said that as soon as the police left, these creatures came back and annoyed them till, till almost the morning. Um, but again, you've got them. You've got them saying like they defied gravity. You know the way they moved. Uh, they would literally pop up a door. You go to the door and then pop up a window. The some estimates say that there was between twelve to fifteen of the creatures, although the actual. Um, number if you like is unknown because yeah. obviously there's no way to tell but they, they knew there was more than one or two so that's the story really and then um not not so long after that the Sutton family obviously sold the property and moved away which mm. you know but like I say you get the skeptics then you get the skeptics right and I'm looking at the story obviously with an open mind but even as even with a a skeptical mind, you know. Um, I'm not coming. I'm not coming to this conclusion that the skeptics mm. came to. Okay, so you've got two guys called um, Rodney Smeltz and Scott Linenfield. Okay, and they wrote in a book called the uh, Frontiers of Psychology, which was a peer-reviewed uh, paper, basically mm. for psychologists yeah. to look at and then test the experiments and so on. And they actually said this was a good case for critical thinking, you know, to teach students critical thinking, because obviously. You'd look at all the evidence and you'd come to some conclusion that it wasn't aliens or creatures, it was something mundane. A shopping bag floating in the wind or whatever, you know what I mean? So This is called critical thinking. This is called critical thinking, yeah. So obviously oh, you'd look okay. at all this evidence and the statements and all the rest of it and you'd come up, and what they came up with, the best they could come up with is uh, great horned owls. And they said, oh, yeah, but these owls, you know, they're pretty feisty when they're protecting their nest. But right. this guy said he shot one with a shotgun. Now, I don't know many owls that are going to, even if they're protecting their nest, if you shoot an owl with a shotgun. Yeah. There's um, not going to be much of it left, is no, there? No, no. Really? But, but even, if you, even, even if you miss it, it's it's not going to retreat back to its nest. It's going to go, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, whether it's yeah. got kids, whether it's got uh, chicks in the nest or whatever. Um. So anyway, yeah, that's point one, I suppose. But then they also said that because to make sense of the people's story, you have to infer that the people are intoxicated because rational people couldn't come up with this story um, and believe it. So that's another thing they said. They said, oh, well, obviously, and I like this. They said, this as a decidedly earthly explanation, right? 
the aliens were in fact, fact, fact. obviously, yeah. great horned owls, and the eyewitnesses were probably intoxicated. Yeah. Of course they were. Um, and of course all the police officers that saw the lights and noises, and they were all pissed as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, of course they were. And then we get the famous Joe Nickel wading in. And again, this guy's wheeled out on telly. He's, he's the... Um, yeah. He's got a big house, huge big checkbook. Absolutely. You know, and he gets paid off. Yeah, he, yeah. he gets paid to say the right thing. Yeah. But he comes from, for those who want to know and look him up, he comes from the Committee of Skeptical Inquiry. Okay, and then he says, obviously, this was misidentification. Now, misidentification, why? Why does it have to be misidentification? The people said they saw this. Yeah. Why can't you find an explanation that involves the creatures that they saw? Try and look for a reason that explains where these creatures come from and that don't try and do you know yeah. what I mean it yeah. to me it don't make sense to go in there look at what people are telling you and then just say well it's this well, I'd, I'd prefer if you don't know mm. I'd prefer you just to say I don't yeah. fucking know what it was you know what I mean not come up with some bullshit um, swamp gas weather balloon whatever if you don't fucking know just say I don't know yeah. it's, it's, this is beyond me either these people are, that's all you can say is these people are lying yeah. or they're telling the truth um, and you know, no one, no one will ever know because no one else was there. But if if that's the best you can do, you can say, "Look, these people are either lying or telling the truth." I'm happy with that mm. because then you've got to make your own mind up. But but don't inject a fucking owl. Mm. Uh, and he he said the same thing. I mean, he his his misidentification was eagle owls or these fucking great well, old owls. Said it, they, they all uh, you know piss in the same toilet, don't they? Yeah. So, and but, they, but he, they're, they're the liars. He even the goes, he goes one step further because because of the light that started this, he saw a light and he said it landed in the field and all that. So obviously he says, well, it's obviously just owls because they're nocturnal and they fly silently. Yeah. So where's the light come from? Well, he says the light was a meteor that passed over. Um, you know, it's just, it's just as bad as when you see a UFO and it changes direction or it, you know, in my case, the UFOs are stopped, hovered. Came in from one direction, went out uh, a ninety degree angle to yep. where it came in, uh, essentially. Uh, and yet, if if he was looking at my case, he'd say it was Venus. Mm. I got confused. You yeah, know what I mean? I saw yeah. I saw a fucking planet that I'd never seen before, or something. Um, or it was a, it was a it was a I know the classic is a it was a satellite when there's no fucking satellites in the fucking no. up there anyway. Satellites don't exist. If you can show. Me, <laughs> Joe Nickel, if you can show well. me, yeah, if you can show me a picture of a fucking satellite, I'd like to fucking see it. Yeah, there should be uh, at least, um, I reckon, you know, or if you can find a picture from the um, ISS showing yeah. me a picture of the Earth with a satellite in shot as well. Yeah, I'd love to see that because you ain't gonna fucking find one. There's no satellites don't exist. Don't exist. I'll say another cover up, another NASA bullshit. So, which is. Which is weird, isn't it? I don't know what the explanation for that is, but what's that? The satellite mystery. Well, as you know, there's um, all over the earth, under the oceans, there's thousands and thousands of miles of internet cable. Why yeah. would you want internet cable if it's satellites? Well, this is a point, isn't it? You know, well, well, don't, you? yeah, but don't um, don't internet cable travel at speed of light or no, no. Well, they have to travel quite fast to obviously fiber get the speed and fiber. So, this would satellite be as quick as that? Or well, they can't less. get nothing out there because they can't. You know, they can't. You know, we, we've been told uh, that 
there's loads of satellites up there and they do this and do that and satellites are this and images and then this there's nothing up there they can't get out you know it's called the uh, well I um, the, the, the latest the latest thing at the moment in satellites is the sun and the moon and the thing that the moon is um, uh, not what it seems no and, they're closer than um, what scientists that's what they're saying, saying they're saying they're, they're closer, saying very close the sun and the moon are, are really close then what it's not it's not thousands and thousands or whatever miles whatever it's hundreds you know yeah from that area but uh, i don't know go back to flat earth to, again and to me with the i go to uh, if you start moving the sun and the moon around it makes no logical there's no logical reason to um um to lie about it to me because it doesn't change anything well um, it does because it, if it's if you're saying that the planet's flat Right, mm. or you're saying the planet's an orb, then it makes a difference of the you know the yeah. But we know the the Earth's definitely not flat because yeah. I'm not or, saying flat as flat. Yeah. I mean it's spherical. Okay, you know, so because um, it's not we're not saying the Earth is flat because yeah, we know from yeah, yeah from I'm not, I don't believe I've, in the flat. Earth. And I've seen and I've seen it with my own eyes, and I've shown you pictures of uh, ships coming over the horizon before you can yeah. before you can see them. Yeah, you can see the reflection above. Yeah. Uh, above the horizon before you can see the ship so obviously it's coming over a curve so yeah the the but but these people aren't necessarily saying this is because of the flat earth they're saying we, this this uh distance from the sun is uh just uh, this could be on a globe as well mm. but to me like i say there's no um there's no point to it because mars venus whatever if you move the sun forward they're still Rel- you know, relatively speaking, they're mm. still further away than us. So, move the sun closer to us, but they're still the same distance away. And so, it doesn't moving the sun up or down doesn't really change anything. So, I know, obviously, you say as I said, uh, you've got the firm that it's called the firm, isn't it? You know, yeah, you've got, yeah, then you've got the firm. Oh, I think the firm is too. You've got the, the Van Allen belt, you know, they said they've been to the moon, they've been here. I don't think they'll go anywhere. Mm. Well, that's I don't think we've got any metal or any uh, any any that can get through the, the radiation. Belts. Well, no. unless you go out at the top of the air for the or the poles, I think you get through the radiation well, easier again, at the poles. This could be and that might be why poles exactly, cut off. Yeah. You know, fifty odd countries uh, protect that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, back to the green men. So so yeah. So the skeptical answer is these people were pissed. Couldn't tell the difference between a fucking goblin and a fucking owl. Um, it's so just, my mind is, and, mine is uh, uh, that these creatures, uh, I don't think they're aliens, I think they're from the Earth. Well, we'll get onto a story like that, and like I said to you before, I mean, um, being pissed, even if these people were pissed, and there was no evidence that they were, and when you're talking about, you're talking about four adults, at least, and then you're talking mm. about children as well. So, there's no evidence that it was all pissed, but being pissed does make you do strange things, but it doesn't doesn't make you hallucinate. No. Um, as far as I know, and I drink a lot of spirits. I drink mm. a lot of rum. I drink a lot of um, everything. Well, I told you about when I was fifteen. I was fifteen. I was on the park, and we drank a bottle of vodka between us. And there was like a couple of lads, a couple of girls, and we was thinking we were gonna get lucky. So this fucking beard says, um. Will you uh, jump off that building? So I, I said, well, yeah. You know, yeah, like I say, we're out of drunk, so drink, so there you go. 
And this was this was like a little substation. It was about just a little brick building. It was probably I don't know ten by ten feet, uh, and then it was probably probably getting on for eight foot tall. I'd say you know this was a little substation, flat roof. And then what she wanted me to do was jump off that roof, but that wasn't good enough. And I had to jump off that roof and then clear this fence. There's a six-foot fence about f- about three foot away from the substation. Like I say, I was drunk, so I thought, yeah, I'll have a go at that. And that seems reasonable to get your end away. <laughs> As you do. As you do. So, and half a pint of vodka or whatever it was. So, I run and I jumped. And I, was in, I remember I was in the air and I was flying through the air and my feet past the top of this fucking fence and I thought I'm going to make it you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get me in the way and I'm going to be happy and everything and I'm floating and, I, and I, I'm in my head I'm picturing how I'm going to land yeah. you know I'm going to land is it going to wear am I going to roll do I need to roll just to take some of the pain away and that was my plan I was going to do a forward roll so I'm going down my feet past the fence and I start slowly descending to the earth and I'm literally a few feet away from the ground and I'm ready for the impact and I'm bracing myself and then bang, my fucking shirt got caught on top of the fence and I was dangling there like a fucking puppet. And it, <laughs> I tell you what, grazed all my back, fucking hit like a bastard. The girls laughed and they went home, left me dangling there. So you didn't get out of there? No, split oh, my okay. best t-shirt. Uh, yeah, didn't get home, got told off by my man when I got home because I wrecked my fucking top and that. <laughs> so, yeah, so, but yeah, but being pissed makes you do... Strange things, well, when but you it doesn't make you hallucinate. When you see some stuff like that, you see it. You know oh, absolutely! It. You know I mean, it. and you can feel it. Can't but you? even then, like you know, yeah. like if you have a trip, um, LSD, um, whatever you want to take, mm. you know, um, if you have a trip, even after uh, in the trip, in the moment, it seems real. Well, yeah. I never, I've, I've never touched anything. Well, so I, I can't have experience. Well, hallucination. Like even if you have like like problem medicine, like morphine or something, yeah, you know, yeah. you, um, whatever. It, in the moment, it seems real, mm. but when you come out of it, the memories are still real. I can still remember exactly what happened that yeah. trip, but I know they're in a different box. They're not yeah, in yeah. a real box. They're in a that was a fucking trip box. You know what I mean? Um. So anyway, so we move on to a story. What is um more earthly, earth based? I would say. Yeah. Ooh. So this is the children of the of yeah, children I like of this Walpit, story. Yeah? I really like this story. Yeah. So these children. End up in a town down in uh, southern England, and um, this town was originally called Wolf Pit, and it basically was a farming community, and they dug trenches around the farms, pits to drop, Ooh. so wolves would drop into them if they, when there was harvesting, the wolves would come through the harvest, you know, and pick people off. So they dug all these things, and eventually, through time, that the the, the, the the name of the place got changed to Wolf Pit because we don't have wolves anymore. So I guess people couldn't want. Sure, what it was anyway. It's anyway, it's Woolpit now. But the story goes that the kids were, um, the people were harvesting the, the, the wheat or whatever, and they saw these two kids. And they both yeah. looked pretty sickly because they both had green, they call it a green hue, or their green skin. Yeah. Uh, two young children, about 10 ish or something, 10 or 11, something like that. Anyway, the two children couldn't speak a word of English. That's right, isn't it? A different language, didn't they? They were they speaking, understand. yeah, absolutely speaking a different language. So the people, the villagers took them back and one of the lords there, or a duke or something, he, he took them in, looked after them and uh, tried to feed them and that and they wouldn't eat anything. The, the only thing they'd eat was uh, freshly harvested beans, wasn't yeah. it? Um, the, the lad was still pretty sick though, even eating the beans and eventually he did succumb to his illness and pass yeah. away, didn't he? 
But um, the female survived. The yeah, the girl lasted a long while, and uh, in fact, she um, was able to to uh, learn English and tell people where she came from. And she says she relays a story about um, she was out. She was a shepherd or yeah, something. Shepherd, like she, the, the, so her and her brother, brother were shepherding these yeah. uh, sheep for their father. And they noticed a crack uh, in the wall or a cave on it and a light. So they headed to this light. When they came out on the other side, this was an our, our um, side of things, if you like. So they were gone through this cave and they found us. And this is where they came into the villages and stayed there. And so she tells this story. And eventually... She married someone in Kingsland, I think, and like I said, Kingsland people aren't that picky, obviously. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but by this time, she she had lost the green skin, so we'll let them off. So she adapted to this. Yep, she adapted and she mate. moved into our side. Yeah. She, but she tells a story, and um, she's green skin child, and she tells a story of coming through this cave. Now, there's another green skin. Actually, these people were called green skins, and it was referred to by George Washington during the Revolutionary Wars. There's a couple of diary entries about these people. And they told him he was meant to have met them in the woods or the forest. And mm. they was meant to have, they meant to have seen them in this he said they came in a glow. Uh, whether you want to say that's a spaceship, I don't know. But it seemed more like there was um um from the forest. Whether there was uh, spiritual beings or whatever. But they, they they seemed to be at home in the forest and it actually Historians for a long time have thought these were some sort of Native American Ooh. tribe or something that we don't know about. But he refers to them as green skins. Um, and he says they told him tactics, how to beat the British and all the rest of it. And uh, and, and you know and the rest is history. But, but So you've got two cases there where you've got green people being seen um, coming from the Earth, essentially, yeah. rather than spaceships or whatever. Yeah, I think we're getting into here now is Middle Earth, aren't we? Yeah. Middle Earth, another place, you know. So are we saying here that these two children, was in a, they, they were near homeland, mm. looking at the ship, saw a cave, a bit of light, went through it. Is that a portal? Well, is it... Or is that just... Is that, it just a was, cave? Was it already yeah. there, or certain times... There is portals that appear on the earth. Certain times there's access between, access between the worlds. Or, well, this is a thing. And again, um, we're going to look at this in a future show. We're going to mm. look at this uh, yeah. hollow earth, um, middle earth, whatever you want to call it. Um, well, middle earth, as you say, well, well, middle earth, as you said, Lord of the Rings is mm. it's full of it. You know. Yeah, Norse mythology and As- absolutely talks about it. And the, you get the dwarfs and stuff Elves, like that and the trade yeah. and all that. Yeah. That's so in Siberian places like that. So, yes, yeah, so that's that's definitely a show up and coming. We'll do it. We'll touch on that. But um, I definitely think, yeah, definitely, definitely. I think uh, these two children was uh, Middle Earth, definitely. Well, there was. Uh, um, yeah. I was listening life. to um, Sasquatch Chronicles recently, Christmas show, and you can anyone can go and listen to it. Sasquatch Chronicles. It was a Christmas show. It's three hours long. But in that, he spoke to a guy who had seen a little green person, and this guy was. I can't remember if he was just hiking or he's fishing mm. or whatever, but he heard some rocks fall, looked across, and this little green person popped up, and he said this person was about two and a half feet tall. Um, essentially just a human, but mm. green, yeah. uh, bald as well. And he watched it, and it, it saw him, and he said his eyes got white, and it was like, oh, shit, he's seen me, you know, yeah. type of thing, you know what I mean? Exactly the same as sort of shadow men do. They, shadow men, if you ever bump into a shadow man, it tries to hide from you. Mm. Um, 
that's his first port of call. It's, oh shit, I've been spotted. And that's really weird. But anyway, this did the same thing. And he said it run down the riverbank and towards this, what he thought was a 50 gallon uh, drum uh, barrel. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it turns out this thing jumps in into this thing and it was some sort of craft and it shot up into the sky. Um, so, although this thing was in the forest when he saw it, it did jump into this space, if you want to call it a spacecraft, I don't know what I mean. It's just a vehicle. I don't know yeah, that yeah. it's gone into yeah. space. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? But it jumps into a vehicle, so it's strange enough. But there was another guy also on that Sasquatch Chronicles who saw a little green man and he was... Ghost hunting, I think, or big hunting could have been, but I think it was ghost hunting in a graveyard, and he was just panning around with his camera, and uh, it was just normal camera, it wanted night vision, and he went one way, and as he panned left or whatever, he saw this little person stood there just in just on the edge of the wood line, obviously quickly panned back, and this person was gone, but he says this person was a little green, little green yeah. man, and again, you know, he he made his way into the forest, so we get get a lot of these stories where these creatures, if you want to call them that, are coming out of the forest and um and you've got the um this link between orbs from George Washington. He said this thing was seen in an orb and you've got these green people now there's a lots and lots and lots of reports at the moment coming out about these glowing orange orbs flying. I've seen one in the sky. Yeah. I've seen an orange orb in the sky. I've seen two planes, um, Euro fighters, I think they were. They've shot out towards it. And this thing just went out. This, when they got close to it, it, just went out. They came back. And actually, the strange thing about this is when, because it was nighttime and I was flying, it was down the, down the A1 that came over the top of me. Sorry, A19. They came over the top of me there. But the strange thing, I could see the plane silhouetted against the night sky, yeah. but they had no lights on. So obviously they didn't want anybody to see them um, going out to this uh, object. For so obviously that made me a bit curious as to what that object was, you know, because they didn't have any lights on them. But they shot out to it. Um, it went out and they flew back. And again, no lights on the landing with no lights on. So strange. But obviously the government know what's going on. They definitely know what's going on. They, I think they know what to look for as well. But a lot of people have seen that, seen these orange. Uh, orbs say that they seem to be intelligently controlled. Um, so, are we to ascertain from that that the orb itself is alive or a craft or a craft? Because they're not very big. I mean, we're talking about well, what tennis ball size. Here, then we're going to maybe the. I've heard uh, some reported the basketball the size, but... and like the elves and the fairy and hmm. fairy rings and all that. You know, because many people seen fairies and you know and elves and. All creatures in the woodlands, you know. Uh, so, are they one or the same, or are they different? I mean, different races. Well, I think. Um, I, I think that, I think the craft, you know, these like well, the orbs themselves are craft, orbs, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So I've seen people, a lot of people say that they try to chase them, and this thing just keeps one step ahead of them. Mm. Yeah. Um, and that could be something to do with. Um. um Repulsion, you know, like uh, magnets, yeah, or whatever. You know, we we could give off an energy field that this thing can't quite come towards. So if we try to go towards it, obviously we repel it. Because um, they always say they're just just that little bit ahead of you, which is strange. But um, there's a big rock, like a monolith type rock in there. It's like a Stonehenge rock, but it's up in Scotland, and a lot of people 
certain times of the year, see an orange ball appear above yeah, that. I've seen some, uh, and uh, they didn't know if it was uh, ley lines, energy build up, yeah. like, or if this thing itself was just coming to this rock for a purpose. Um, but that's been reported for centuries. Yeah. Um, I think also Silbury Hill uh, and all the barrows around there. I mean, I, I went, I've, I've, I've been to them and experienced them. And, you know, you could feel the energy. Mm. You know, electric, you know, your fingertips are, you can feel the energy coming off you, you know. Well, it's uh, fantastic. Maybe it's something to to. Yeah, coming it's through. I mean, Silbury Hill, I mean, what? I mean, I was thinking uh, a couple of years ago, man. That could be a craft, you know. Mm. Or buried under there, like. Buried under there, yeah. yeah you know. Well, this is the thing, because half these places, we're not allowed to excavate, no, are we? No, 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 you're not allowed in them. So. You know? But you definitely, definitely something going on there. But I, I think, uh, yeah, these little green men, yeah, I think they exist. But as uh, well, the, the a thing, small race. Like we got onto about the Bigfoot uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, the more people that are going out now with GoPros, because the problem with seeing a Bigfoot is... Um, or these little green men, or whatever, or any animal really. You know, it could be a panther or anything. If if you've got a camera on your neck, by the time you've got that camera ready to go, be, before you get over the initial shot, um, and all the rest of it, and self preservation obviously kicks in to some extent as well with certain creatures. In whether it be a panther or that, you know, first yeah, thing yeah. is going to be, am I have I got an escape route? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But but even if you've got a camera in your hand, by the time you've got that camera ready to go. Um, you could have that, that thing's pretty much going to be gone and out of there, and I think um, the more people that are going out now with GoPros and literally just putting GoPros on and they're on. Yeah. So if you see it, the GoPros going to see it, and I think there's going to be the next. Let's say, I think it'll be pretty soon. I think within the next three or four years. So you reckon the, the whole YouTube's going to be full of them? Absolutely. Yeah, but which ones but are then, going to be how, true? Well, yeah. How are you going to tell gonna be, yeah, which the real ones from the bullshit? Ones... That, that's that'll be the next problem. Yeah. But um, but at least people will be filming them, and we might get to to some point where we've got enough evidence that it warrants a proper investigation. Um, with a, I think with, the government know about it now. I'm sure. The I don't think the government are going to investigate, but we might get I like a, a decent team. No, I'm not talking about a finding Bigfoot team going in the fucking, you know, going in and saying this is the most elusive creature in the fucking forest and. It, you know, it obviously don't want to be seen at yeah. that. So the first thing they do is run in the fucking woods and start squatch, 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 Are you there? Bang, 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 bang. wood yeah. knocking. Are you there, Mister Bigfoot? You know, fucking idiots. I mean, if you're gonna find a creature like that, one, you're gonna fucking find it by chance. Yeah. Right place, right time. He yeah. doesn't know you're there. Yeah. And Patterson Gimley, uh, Gimlin, they found their Bigfoot by being on horseback. Um, and it. It's um, sort of maybe it was a case that the Bigfoot didn't notice the humans because it could hear the horses and it's yeah. not afraid of horses. It knows what they are. Might have been dinner. Yeah. Dinner. Oh, yeah. So it might have been even coming towards the horses to investigate. Yeah. And then when it realized, oh, shit, there's people on these horses, you know. So maybe they got in there close enough because it was on horseback. Anyway, uh, no, no, that was a fucking Bigfoot. Yeah, we've done Bigfoot. We've done Bigfoot. We've done Bigfoot. Yeah, Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Well, I definitely think these. Uh, yeah, I do. I, do, I think they do exist, and what, and, uh, and I think there's different races, uh, and also with Middle Earth, I, I definitely believe in Middle Earth as well. Mm. Um, but yeah. what about this then? Because because uh, we're touching on aliens, here, and there's people who think aliens don't exist. Blah blah blah. But computer studies have shown that um, there's quite a few planets out there that could hold life, 
and they actually printed off a number, and it was 42 A4, P- A4 pieces of paper on this number, mm. which would say the planets that would have life in the universe. And again, we're carbon-based life form, and we've sprung up. Um, and the most abundant element for life is silicon. So mm. we'd expect to see more silicon-based life form than carbon-based, and we're carbon-based, so we might be in the minority throughout the life. But another study sort of said there could be up to a billion um, intelligent species out there. But in a universe this big, a billion is like a drop in the ocean. Yeah. Um, it'd be like, um, you know, taking a, an egg cup and scooping out the the mm. ocean and trying to catch a fish, you know? it'd be it. So even a billion, which sounds a lot to us, you know, which it is. Well, that's just a number. But it isn't just a number, but I mean... It's still there might be that far apart that even a billion civilizations that have got advanced they can't. Every quite planet's got life. Reaches. Every planet, even you know, obviously we can't see that different life. Obviously, <laughs> another life could be on a different vibration, a different energy. Mm. We can't see it. You know, now and that now and then we maybe catch a sight of it, catch a sight of a, a creature in the woods that disappear mm. at certain times. But there is different vibrations on every single planet. I believe that. And, well, do you uh, think that the um, the rolling out of this uh, full spectrum cameras and stuff like that, and that's another point. When they roll out these full spectrum cameras and that, people taking them in the woods and that, because all right, they're expensive at the moment, yeah. but two or three years down the line, they'll I be. I don't think it makes difference cheap. because uh, I mean, but I they're would... picking up a different yeah, light range are, than what we know. can see. So if people if people are seeing things that we don't normally see because of our um, our limit. Um, yeah, we've got limited. Will these cameras? Mind. I think these cameras will start picking up things that we've never even dreamt of. Yeah, I think they've already been invented. I think there's some of the stuff there that, that can detect these. I mean, I remember when I went ghost hunting as a psychic for the night, and on the team had this, all these infrared cameras, you know, and they'd all <laughs> latest equipment. They couldn't pick anything up, but I had my own phone, and on my phone you could see all these orbs coming straight to, to me, but on the equipment they got nothing. Mm. Couldn't see anything, you know. It's just like a moth to a flame that, you know, it's, um, so I think uh, sometimes you go to the woods and you can see them, you know, and then sometimes, especially, I don't think it doesn't, doesn't matter uh, because I think these, I think these uh, little green men or whatever race, I think they've got the uh, choice of being seen mm. or not going to see me, you know. Oh, absolutely. I, Definitely, I think, I think they, sometimes that they are wary yeah, of man. All these creatures are. Yeah. But not a very nice race. We just don't get. It's you like know. even the, with the Bigfoot. Or, um, these goblins are the first one you said about early on. Lee. These goblins, these this light and mm. whatever. And they seem, you know, again, it's this could be low astral. Mm. Or well, I've seen, I've seen, a, I've seen a goblin. You know, um, when I was about about seven or eight, I reckon it just wandered into my living room. It was only one. It won't even say it was a foot tall. Mm. It was, uh, but this had uh, like a bluish grey skin, um, like um, you know, a bit like Gollum from fucking Lord yeah, of Rings. Uh, yeah, yeah. But obviously, it was uh, more proportioned than that. It didn't didn't have really ex- you know, long limbs or anything. It was Ooh. it was just like a miniature yeah. human, um, but it did have long long hair, um, full head of hair, um, and it, I, I can't remember, but I think it had clothes on. But it literally just run in the living room. And there was a few of us there, and we saw her in it run, shot behind a fucking chair as if we hadn't seen it. And obviously, when we paired over the top of the chair, it run out out the living room, and then I don't know what happened to her. After that. It just, but for that few seconds, it was only like 10, 20 seconds. Yeah. Um, we saw it, but 
How old was you at the time? About seven or eight. So yeah, they again, they see your mind at that time was kind of open, you know, so open yeah. a bit. You know, but I've never seen it again. Get to school no. and it, yeah. and then, you know, brain yeah, yeah. comes in, kicks you down, yeah. and that's it. But, but we did have um, we didn't have goldfish at the time, and um, the goldfish were going missing. Um, and I'm not saying this goblin was eating them, yeah, but yeah. you know, putting two and two together and getting eight. But we was blaming it on the cats because we had two cats at yeah. the time, and um, they were getting shit for it, like you know. So, but um, whether it was this thing and it coming for a snack, I don't know. But but no, it was just there. It didn't make a noise. Um, really, it just came in, looked at us, tried to hide. And again, like we're gonna talk about shadow men and that. They try and hide. It's, it's almost like they know all about us and they don't want anything to do with us. Yeah, and again, as again you see, that's another race of uh, people that, uh, that have been on it, been on the earth well mm. before we came. You know, there's stuff out well, there. But these green people probably, these probably are humans that just happen to evolve with us at the same time, but they've just gone to their own little niche somewhere. What's saying that? What, what's also saying then that when people die, when they go to the next realm, the next, their next life come back as this green person? Yeah, but why not? Maybe, but we'd expect to see quite a few of them, then, wouldn't we? They think about the billions and billions of people that have died on the earth. But this is the, come this back. is the problem. Come back. This is the problem that I have with reincarnation. I don't. I don't believe. You, I don't. Think, you can't reincarnate as an animal. I don't believe that's like mm. the bollocks. That's like bullshit. See, you can't, you've got to come my, back as a human because um, you've already been there. My problem is with reincarnation is there'll be um, a set number of people for reincarnation to work. You'd have to have a million people, and when one dies, one one comes. So you'd always have a million. Um, that is, as you said before, Mother Earth. She, she's just a classroom. Huge yeah, college, and, the, and it, if you think about me. if you think about people, the 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 growth in people, you yeah, know, population size, it, that's where reincarnation falls falls apart. Because, like I say, you can't have a case where you've got all these people reincarnating, and yet we're growing and growing in population size. Surely, if we're reincarnating, we have to wait for someone to die to be born. No, no, don't wait that because um, you, you don't know how many people. Oh, when you've realms anyway. Well, just hanging you know, about. Feels like trillions. Yeah. You know, I mean, my, my dad's been dead, what, 30 years now? Yeah. But I know he's still in the spirit world. So 30 years, my, my 30 years is not like a two minutes in the spirit world. But, so, in our time, my dad's been dead 30, 30 years. So he hasn't come back. He's still mm-hmm. like, so it's not like, a, as soon as you die, you're like, like you got to come back. No, don't want him. So. You just hang in limbo until you, just, until you uh, find him. chill out. Suppose. Maybe, but nah, I just well, think yeah, it... these little green men. I reckon, yeah, definitely exist. Definitely for that, and definitely for elves, gnomes, fairies. I know they definitely exist. Mm. So, but the I do know that the well, they are in a different realm, but they were they are on this earth, but they're in a different vibration, a different mm. frequency, and they can mix with us if they wanted to. But they have but a they choice. Don't. Lane, they absolutely, you know, all these creatures want to stay away from us as, as best as they can, don't they? Well, well. Unless you, well, absolutely. So, you know, uh, so that's you, uh, little green men then. Yeah, definitely. But I know, definitely, I, I'm definitely for the exist. Thumbs up for yep, that one. Same here. So yeah, that's a little green men, and uh, see you next week. Thank you.